Hello and welcome to episode one of Curvy Mel and Curvy Lee. Hey. I'm Curvy Lee. She's Curvy Mel. (laughs) And episode one is about how we weren't friends for a long time. And the story of how it became our friendship. So. Oh, me first? Okay, so. um, It both started off where I keep hearing a lot of my coworkers talking about this new girl and how she's so rude and have such a stinking ass attitude. And I'm just like, yo, you knew how you can just come in here and pretend that you run the place like who are you who is she then i hear my managers complaining about how she feels like she's top seller and i'm like okay well whatever and i'm just like you know this chick gotta be you know ridiculous because you're new you don't know what's going on and then you come inside this place trying to run shit but i'm always to myself so i didn't really care I am the person she's talking about. (laughs) So I started working at our current job, which is in retail sales, three years ago. She started working there four years ago. So give or take three and a half years ago, (laughs) I started a brand new job. I went through training and we had never met. I got through training. I was the big shit. I was brand new. And... I hear my managers complain about a different employee who is Curvy Mel. We always have to, you know, prepare transfers between the stores because we're in a big area, which has about 10 or 11 stores that are giving time. So one store has to transfer to another store, you know, put the money around, foreign currency, regular U.S. currency. So one day she transfers to my store, which is Curvy Mel. And it's wrong. So my manager on my side complains and complains and complains. So our manager takes the receipts from my side and goes back to Kirby Mel. And then this is what happens on her side. She complains that the money was wrong and that Curvy Lee does not know how to count. So just verify it and double check it because she's just being ridiculous at this point. And we need to make sure that... The money is correct, so double check my till and saw that the money was wrong, but it wasn't my fault because I didn't prepare that transfer. It's actually her. The manager. So that's how, you know, the whole back and forth between me and her. I mean, it was almost like a silent argument that we were having because we didn't meet in person, but we both hated each other. So that was pretty interesting. Um... Could it have turned out differently if we met? Yeah. Probably would have saved us a lot of grief, but what can I say? (laughs) But for about three months straight, we hate each other's guts. Because whenever one did something for work, the other one was the one that, you know, messed it up or other way around. In reality, neither of us was actually messing anything up. (laughs) Exactly. And neither of us knew. So my current partner also works where we work, but in a different job. And he was friends with both of us. So I would be behind an area where he was and I would complain about Curvy Mel and complain and complain and complain. So then on her side, 
she would also talk to my partner and complain and complain and complain about me. He and I weren't dating at the time. We were just good friends. So one day, he went back and forth between our stores to get pieces of the same story. And he came back to me and said, I think you guys got it all wrong. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm not wrong. I'm never wrong. Why would I get it wrong? I was like, she's telling me the same thing. And it's like you guys are telling the same story. It's like, I feel like that's not possible. But whatever. So then, this is Mel's side of talking to him. Yeah, so... I'm just sitting there, and he, he just kept giving me this look every time I complain. So I'm like, what? Is there something you need to tell me? He's like, no, I really feel like you guys should sit down and have a conversation because I bet you guys haven't met. I'm like, no, but why would I want to meet her? Like, do you not hear what I'm saying? He's like, I really think you guys should meet because something isn't adding up. Turns out the common denominator to our stress was our manager and not even us. Um, and to make matters worse, they threw us both in the same store for a whole summer. And that's mm. how we started bonding. So the summer story starts on day one of the summertime. <laughs> so our job has two shifts, an AM and a PM. So one day I was the AM and she was the PM, which isn't how our schedules are currently, but it was at that time. I have to switch out the store with her to, you know, verify everything that's going on. And I'm a bold bitch. So I said, like, you got a problem with me or what? <laughs> and from there, we had a small argument about who had a problem with who. Turns out neither of us had an actual problem with the other person. And we actually had a lot in common. Yeah. That was just interesting because, like, we were both, like, walking inside the store ready to fight. Like, guards up, like, this bitch ain't gonna say nothing to us. Whatever. Screw that shit. I'm ready. What is she gonna say? Nothing. Walks up in there. It was just silence for like half of the whole counting. Just a bunch of tension and silence. So we're like, what's go- like, what is this gonna happen or not? Anyways, turns out, especially because I took over the computer and pulled up my windows brought my books out and that's how you know that was basically our icebreaker we read the same kind of books and a lot of things just started falling into place like college wise i was criminal justice i was legal studies and you know a lot of things that we did growing up like a lot of shows that we were watching books that we were reading both of our attitudes they were pretty much similar so definitely that kind of, you know, gave, like, opened the doors for our friendship. And when we compared a lot of the stories that have been told to us, we realized what was going on. The funny thing is, is that the reason why that manager kept talking crap about the one to the other is because she knew we were too similar and we'd become friends. She was, knew ahead of time that there, our personalities would match too well, so they kept us apart so they wouldn't have a problem. On their hands. Oh, yeah. Which they currently do have a problem on their hands because we are good friends. <laughs> we get into yeah. a lot of workplace discipline because of our combined attitude to work. Exactly. 
And because she's known as being the workplace bitch, mm-hmm. and I'm known to being the, I guess, workplace friendly person and helping, sure. which wasn't the case, but that's how they viewed me. Um, anytime something happens and I, I guess, voice my opinion, it turns out, oh, you know, you're following Lee and you need to stop. And I'm looking <laughs> at them like, you don't know me. Why are you even saying this? I'm considered the bad influence for every choice she makes in life now. Like, her parents are a bad influence. No, they love you. <laughs> her, all of our mutual friends think I'm a bad influence on her life choices. I don't tell her to do anything. Ironically, I made the choices ahead of time for myself. And then she saw me make the choices. Like, yeah, that's a good choice. And then she's like, yeah, why not? I don't force her to do anything. <laughs> I'm just a really open, do what the fuck you want to do. See how it goes. <laughs> Person. Not that. I mean, part of our relationship is that, one, we're very open, so we share. True. Sometimes people would call it oversharing, but no we share thing. everything. And uh, things that I may feel nervous about trying, you've probably tried it before, mm-hmm. or you, you know, get, you know, be my reason. Like, my, my shoulder angel. Not really, but yeah. I'm well, very, you're the devil one. Not I'm very really. not <laughs> nice and kind. No, but like, you know, you kind of give me really good feedback and good advice on this specific topic. So, people would think that that's me, you know, well, you influencing me when really it was just you kind of calming my nerves to something that I wanted to do. Prime example, me starting back writing. A lot of people was like, hey, I mean, you're basically done with college. Why would you want to start writing all of a sudden? But you're like, you know, if that's something you like to do, you should do it. Don't let nobody tell you not to. You should always have a hobby. A hobby is something that doesn't cost you money. (laughs) Very true. Something that keeps you sane, too, because that definitely was my issue. Well, that's the wrap-up on the intro episode on us. Hopefully, you'll stay tuned for a couple more episodes and see what we go through. And some silly shit's probably going to happen eventually. Oh, yeah. Good afternoon. Today's second episode is about <laughs> the app Zoom. Since Kirby Mel and me, Kirby Lee, have been during this quarantine of the COVID-19... Coronavirus. <laughs> we were furloughed in the beginning of April. Then we were brought back. No, it was March. Sorry, yes, in the beginning of March. So we were brought back in the beginning of April. And we've been forced to Zoom to work. Meaning our job that's hands-on, person-to-person, very retail sales. We exchange money. Now we have weekly, daily zoom chats Ugh, so annoying you're really tired of this shit <laughs> yeah you need at least three but some of our co-workers do seven because they have no lives and i'm like wow so to get onto payroll we need to do at least be in three zoom chats a week they are usually two a day meaning monday through friday but we normally sleep in and miss one at least one at twice <laughs> Last week, I went to two one day because I missed the first two of the other weeks. Because sleep is life. And screw this Zoom crap. Zoom in, zoom out. Why you gotta see my face? It's really, really pointless. 
especially because that's a rule that you have to see the face of the person like really you called for me to listen to you talk why do you need to see my face like i'm trying to like fighting myself to fall asleep here well stay awake my bad yeah for these meetings we must be present be dressed appropriately have our pictures on have our volume on have our sound on stay still stay in one place these meetings take at least an hour you want to sit still and have no leg movement for an hour get on a zoom meeting with our goddamn company it's really tedious yes you can't um you're on you're on mute for the whole thing so it's not like if you can you know voice your opinions much because they're talking for the hour and then like for five minutes afterwards they're like any questions now they have to ask that for courtesy purposes why the hell is my coworkers on the damn shit like yeah we got 50 questions to ask no the fuck you don't do it on your own time we're trying to leave like these meetings are just refreshers on our already doing the job we already do every day if you don't know your job quit please quit because i'm sick and tired of sitting on a Zoom meeting for an hour and a half, 30 minutes is just a Q&A session. If you don't know your job that badly, don't do it. Exactly. Especially because we had to do this through training. So if you don't know, then you know something's wrong. On top of that, these are people that's been in the company for more than a year. So this is something that they should already know. Like at our job, to work at our job, you have two weeks to a whole month of training time. Then you're set on to work by yourself and you do your job. If you don't do your job, your coworkers will complain and then management will retrain you. Now, anyone that's on the Zoom call has been working at a company for at least six months to a year. If you're less than that time period, you're not even on these calls. You're not considered an essential part of this employment. If you have no clue how to do your job after being at a company for a year, it's not for you. It's really not. Really sick and tired of these Zoom calls. And today, me and Mel were on the same call today in our, well, in my apartment. And our manager got confused because he saw my face twice, so he shut off my video, so I had to stay on her video only. How is it confusing if we have to be on our phones either way? If you see two of me and you can see our couch. Exactly. You know where we are. Why is it so hard for you to figure it out? How dumb are these people? Why do we work for them? We don't know. Can someone please win the Mega Millions and just give it to us so we can stop being at this job? Amen. Praise God. That'll work out perfectly for me. To buy a mini house for both of us to live in with our, with my partner and my two kid that she claims is her children and her husband. Uh, yeah. We're a trouble, okay? But that's for another episode. We're definitely going to yeah. talk about that. Trouble means a triple couple, a.k.a. we're a couple and she just joins in for her own enjoyment. Yeah. She coined the term like a year or two ago. <laughs> and hubby likes it. <laughs> but yeah, that's another episode's information. We can't get into that right now. This episode is all about Zoom and how much we hate Zoom. We do. And if you get kicked off of the the damn Zoom call, it takes you the other half of the damn call to get back on. 
Cuddy lock you out of the system. Yep. And there's a chance I'm not going to get um, credit for that session, even though I've, de I've been there for the whole thing. But we'll see. It's, it's a lot of wasting of time. We have a job where you need to be in person. It's not like we're somewhere in a boardroom doing spreadsheets all day. No. No, our job is talking to human beings all the time. We have a very person-to-person -person job. It's not something you can teach via Zoom. And if you don't know how you're doing it already, you shouldn't be on Zoom either way. There we go. It's, it's so pointless. And I'm ranting, and I know I'm ranting, but I need to rant to get it out of my system. Because when hubby comes home, he doesn't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he can't come on the Zoom call, so he's like, well, fine, I don't want to hear about it. He feels left out, because he's out at our job. <laughs> Poor thing. I mean, why would you, you know, volunteer to be in our job? True. Customer service is not the best. No. Not saying that it's, you know, crappy for everyone, but dealing with people, especially, you know, sometimes people feel like you're just a help. So you're also dealing with assholes. Mm-hmm. The least you want to do is have a peaceful quarantine, not to sit here and talk about the same people you know you're not seeing. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell our frustration. We know. We just got a off a Zoom call before this episode, and it it hurts your head. It hurts your head so much. But we're gonna yeah. end it at that and stop our rant, mainly my rant, but you get it <laughs> about Zoom. See you guys in the next episode. Episode 3 coming soon. Yeah.